Good evening, blessed and free. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the time may be in your time zone. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. Forgive me if you hear some rattling because I've got some things that I've written down just to just to get the right information across. So we start with a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your care. We ask you to help us to remember the things that you say you don't like and that we try not to do it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I'm just I'm just going to see what God is saying about this situation because it comes to um, Solomon. Solomon was able to go on the, the throne because God loved him because Solomon was a child that David and, and Bathsheba got after the first child died because with that child they bought death with it as well because Uriah lost his life. But when I looked, I see Duke, in Deuteronomy 17, 17, where it says that it, it, kings of Israel are not supposed to have too many wives, too many chariots, too much gold and silver. Because God always wants his people to depend on him. And if you, if you, if you have everything that you need already, you're not going to talk to God. You're not going to depend on God. That's why he says he, that's why he says he doesn't want you to have too much. He just wants you to have what you need. And when that need runs out, you come back to him. Because this is what it says that Solomon had seven seven hundred wives and princesses, three hundred concubines, and his wives turned his turned his heart away from God. For when Solomon was whole, his wife, his wife turned his heart away from, after uh, turned his hearts after other gods, and his heart was not completely devoted to the Lord his God, as his as was the heart of his father David. And you look and you see, Solomon did a lot of building, did a lot of architecture work, did a lot of trade with the countries around, and you see that where Queen Sheba came to visit him. And she bought him tons of gold. He was getting tons of gold round about and everything. He had he had everything. And along with that, he got a lot of chariots as well. And everything must have gone to his head. Because when you look when you look at the book of Proverbs and know that Solomon wrote that book. And when you see when he gets to his old age, the way he starts to behave. And the way the women supposed to have turned his head. Because if we, if we look in Ecclesiastic, where he says everything is vanity, 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 vanity. Because he had everything and he realized he did not have a relationship with God like David did. Because a lot of the time, David did a, David was doing a lot of fighting. David, David had enemies on every side. And in the end, he... he he devoted himself to God. He, he made his mistake, yes, because there was a lot of things that he could have dealt with differently. But his love for God never changed. And when he was in, when he was in some of those caves and and situations, he was he was praying to God, making up verses and talking about how he was feeling and what God was doing for him and how God helped helped him. One of the time, it got God make him act like a madman that he never got killed. 
So we looked at God's goodness and mercy and knew no matter what he went through, no, no matter what he went through, he knew that God was there for him. And so when he did his wrongs, he went to God and he, and he told God, not, I haven't done anything against anyone, but to, through, but to you have I sinned and done what is wrong. And he tells God, he never tried to hide it or nothing. He just tell God because he knew God knew already. But he knew that God was a forgiving God. And if you confess your sins to him, he's faithful to, to, to clean you up and set you out there again. But you know, Solomon got so, got so much involved with everything. And he forget. And he forget. Because you, you, you don't really see, well, you, you see, you see some. No one then you see you see a prophet come in. But you see, like in the time of Samuel and Elijah, those prophets that people used to frighten of because they said that anytime they see Elijah or Samuel coming, it's as if the people them start to tremble because they're wondering if they come in, in war or they're coming in peace. But you you notice that that Solomon never really had had that. And it was at the end when he did all that, when one did come and say, God not pleased with the way he's going on, but he never had much people to talk to him. You see, when you're in a position of authority and you and you are the leader and you don't have no one, just no one who can really feel that if to say they can tell you that uh this is what you're doing is wrong, you're in a bad position. You're supposed to be always in a position that somebody can talk to you. Because if if you don't get someone to talk to you, you just do as you like. And you see, when you look, when you look and, and you see, and in, in all the splendor, in all the splendor, in all the splendor that Solomon had, because we see that he did have splendor, because in the throne that he had, with the lions, with the carving, the stonework, splendor. But this is what, but this, this is what it says, First, first, first Kings 11, verse 42, 42 to 43. The, the time, now let me go to the top, to 41. First Kings from 40, 11, from 41 to 43, it says, The rest of the acts of Solomon and all he did and his wisdom are not, are, they are, are they not written in the books of the acts of Solomon? The time Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel was 40 years and Solomon slept in death with his fathers and was buried in the city of his father, David. Robert, his son, reigned in, in his place. That's where all of us go. It don't matter the big this we have, the big that we have. If we don't have a relationship with God, we have nothing at all. Because thus we are, and with the, to the dust we will re, re, remain. Solomon, Solomon had mercy from God. Because just because God loved David so much, that's how faithful God is. Even when Solomon started to go out there and do the idol worship and everything else with the, with the wives that he had, God still kept him on his throne and said to him, I'm going to take away the throne, but I'm not going to do it while you're on it. I'm going to wait till the sun go, goes on it and then I'm going to take it from him. Parents and people in responsible position have to be careful the things that they do because sometimes it's not them that feel it. It's the other generation and their children that do it, that feel it. We have to live right lives because it, what don't fall on us can fall on our children. And people really don't really understand because I remember when I, when I read 
I, I um, um, who was it again? Mother, that the king, that he was gonna die. He was gonna die, and God gave him must be fifteen more years after he sent the prophet to tell him to get his house in order because he was gonna die, and God gave him fifteen more years. And in that fifteen more years, before he just settled himself and live right, the 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 Babylonians just sent message to him, them come to save him. All right, and him show them everything. Everything in the in the palace, all those some of those things that Solomon would have made, and all them things that was there, the instruments for the temple and everything, where what God blessed them with, everything He showed them everything. No, why would you know that? Regardless of regardless, if they come to say they they are coming to see if you are right, why would you know that somebody is your enemy anyway? Because a lot of tribes never like Israel. Why would you bring them into your why would you bring them into your into your house and show them everything in there? Why would you do that? Wisdom would tell you that regardless of of if they're talking good to me now, I still have to protect what I have because they are still my enemies. I tell you something. Sometimes we do that too. Because sometimes we let people get into the deepest part of our life. And then those same people will take those things that they've seen and hold it against us. Have something to say against us. Know where to go and take it when they're ready to go and take it. I, I, was, hearing, I was hearing someone. I was at a bus and hearing someone talking to the man talking to the other one. And he was talking about some money that he had. He was saying that oh, I went to the shop and he had these pounds, that pounds. And it seems that they had a friend in the house. It seemed like he had a friend that was there. And he said he was cooking and he left his wallet. And he said when he realized, when he realized the friend took, this, this well, the so-called friend must have took 20 pounds or something out his, out his wallet. And he's saying that since that happened, the friend don't talk to him anymore or anything like that. Because if it's just him and the friend alone and he knows exactly how much money he had in his wallet. You know that the friend went in the wallet. How can he be somebody's friend and you're going to steal from them? We have to be careful those people that we let into our home, our life and everything else. And likewise women, we have to be careful the, the, the men that you bring into your home with your children and everything. And likewise men, you have to be careful the women that you bring into as well. Because everyone have their danger. We have to be careful. Because when I see that that king got the 15 years and it went to his head. That he made the people see everything. And then when the prophet came back and said to him. all The, <laughs> the prophet said to him. What did you uh, I heard that such and such come. What did you show them? Uh, and here this is what he said. There was, there was nothing that I didn't show them. And... <laughs> The prophet said to, said to him that they're going to come back and they're going to take everything. And this is what, is, this is what the king said. Ah, oh, that's all right because he won't, he, won't be there by, he won't be there at that time. He would have died. So he's the other generation. we got to deal with it. That is, I think that, you know, when I heard him say that, I thought that was a selfish thing to say. And that's how sometimes people live live all them want to live without any responsibility and don't think of the generation that's af coming after don't even think about their children or they're gonna get reaction for the life that from the life that they live we have to be careful we have to be careful because if it can happen to kings it can happen to papa it can happen to everyone 
because when God seen or David or, or Solomon was living, the wisest man, or he was living, let these women be, be having him this way and that way. What 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 does one man want with some hundreds of wife and hundreds of this and hundreds of that? It don't make sense because man complain about the trouble that one would, woman give them. So why would they, why, or would you manage with so much? We have to be careful and we have to remember that the most important relationship that we, we that we will ever have is the relationship that we have with God. And if we, we know that God is faithful, that means that we are supposed to be faithful to him. You know, something I was reading. <laughs> I was on Facebook. I was on Facebook, probably last, probably the last, the last few couple of months or last month. I've been on it a lot. I tell you the truth. I came off it last year because I felt it was taking up too much of my time, and then I came back on it, and I realized that I've been, I've been on it a lot, and it's been taking up a lot of my time, and so you know when the father know when to tell you when to rest things because you feel that if you say you know you're picking up there's something to go on the your message coming if you're picking it up to go on it and you find that you are not in it anymore and i remember i was on it last was it last week and this person sent something up to one of the prayer lines that that i was on the prayers page and he said that he sent a picture up which says come on facebook and go and read your bible and i tell you something somebody was ups, really upset about it Talking about how much people Facebook, um, when you're on Facebook, you can evangelize to. Someone even said it was of this contrary spirit and this and that, go away and this and that. But you know what? I agreed with him. I agreed with him because I said, yes, as Christians, we can get distracted by social media, no matter how prayed up we think we may be. Yes, and the time that we would take reading our Bibles, we're answering back this. As soon as we answer it, we put a comment. Then someone bring us back. And then a comment. And then someone bring us back. Distraction. Today, I I, I glimpse on it. And this person, <laughs> this person is supposed to be on one of the prayer platforms. And I don't know why she come on there to disturb because somebody was asking her for prayer. I think it's this lady that I think she had her baby. But she said that after she had her baby. It's as if to say she has an illness that flare up. So she was asking for prayers. So this person come on there. This person come on there. And said. Oh. She don't believe in God. Because God make people rob her. And the so called people who were supposed to be her friends. They never help her. And the people in the church who were supposed to be her friends never help her. And God is this. Everything she accusing. Everything she accusing God of. So I, I come coming back to her and said to her that. If what she doing on that page. Because that's supposed to be a page that people who know God. And prayed for people. And I said to her that. Yes. I was going to go one way, but you know, like the Bible showed me the other way. So I said to her, yes, I understand. I don't know what it is to walk in your shoes. And I, but I would say that you would, you would know that if those people never gave you any help, that that would get you stronger because you grow in, in, in God. 
and he promised to turn everything around for our good. Who tell me to say her that? She came back again and she was saying that she don't believe in God because God's saying this and God's saying that and it's not real and this is not that. So I said to her, I did ask her if it was the devil sent her. She said, the devil never sent her and this and all that and this and all that. And I answer her again. And then after, she, she, and she, she write back to me again with the same thing. And so I said to her, I just, I just give her my testimony about God's goodness and mercy, all he has done for me in my 63 years. And I know that she's a younger person than me. That means that I would have more story. But this is what I'm saying. I get fed up of Christians that sometimes on Christians' platform and they're beating down God. And they don't realize it's, just, it's the breath that they're breathing. Even if it's that them getting, them have it because... It says that when Steve is Steve Jobs, the, the one who the apple, the that, the rich one, when he was in hospital and he was dying, and him, him looking at the things that that he missed and him should have done, and if him could get back that breath that he was losing, he would have take it. If it was swap all the money for what him for him breath, he would pay it. So these people, I'm saying, we know that as the scriptures is saying, in these last days, people will be lovers of themselves. And having a form of godliness with none at all. And you can see it plainly. And I know some I see where somebody say fake. Not, they don't call it Facebook. They call it fake book. Because a lot of the... I'm not saying all. Because I've, <laughs> I've matured in a way that Father has shown me. That you can't say all unless you canvas and survey everyone. But some of the people that are on Facebook. They come and dare to rob people. They come, they come and dare to scam people. It don't matter... You, you might see is whether it's woman or man, they come some come with loans, some come with this, some come with, with, with affection, all different ways, but they're still seeking to rob. That's why I tell you, I'm not gonna be on there as much as I used to be as I used to before. Because if I'm on there, it has to be for your purpose. Because you can't have people on platforms that are supposed to be Christian. So if do if the the Christians, if they're saying that they don't believe, and, and next thing as well too, and next thing as well, these people that are in charge of these prayer lines and these prayer ministries on, on social media, they need to be monitoring them because sometimes when you write, when you say you're writing a prayer, writing something, they say that them have, they say that them have to, to monitor it, to make sure it's all right before them send it out. So they need to be checking the people that are on the line because if somebody's supposed to be representing God, they're not supposed to be going on like the devil. So I'll tell you something. Take the time to have your relationship with God. No matter what, try do and not to be distracted by Facebook or whatever this or whatever that or whatever. The, because no matter how nice you might see the person, because I, I even on Instagram, a late, not, not so long ago, I see someone pinging, saying, how are you? How are you? All right. Yeah. Ah, I, I have something to tell you. So I said, tell me, have you heard of this, this, some scheme? Well, I, well, what I said to them back is that right now, I'm not focusing on no scheme, no project, no nothing. All I'm considering is God. 
and Jesus and the plans that is have for me. Because you know, no matter how they may look nice, no matter how if they're young, no matter if they're old, they all coming with some form of scam. They feel to themselves that you have money. I don't know why is it that people always feel say people have money, and if people have money, it's if their duty to take it by any means necessary. That is wrong. And as I coming back to Solomon, Solomon had all of that and all of that. And even in the end, it was to, to the dirt, to the dirt it, it was to go. And it, it make vanity, it make vanity and vanity, make him lose the relationship that he could have had after God give him wisdom, knowledge, and give, and because he never asked for wealth, he, he got it. That they said that it said that silver wasn't even as big, was nothing. It's as if just a silver was a stone because it's just gold, gold, gold. He had. We have to appreciate the things that God do for us, and we have to know to live our best life. That when we are leaving the generation, we don't leave it. We don't leave it poorer. We leave it richer because we have been here. Because now when it's gonna start a chapter now. His son gonna have to be have battles, just because of, of the things that his father done. Because I notice when I see what God said, what God said to Solomon that when he does the things them what he shouldn't do, it's not only him that's gonna suffer. It's the whole nation of Israel that's gonna suffer for it, and that's what it is. And that's why God never wanted them to have no king beside him because he knew that there was no man that could that could live just justly all the all his life there had to be something there had to be something that that they would do wrong we have to be so careful what we the things that we demand of god and the things that we pray for and if we don't get them god is no dog kind god do this god do that sometimes god is saving us from ourselves because that same person that did look all right, that same job that did look all right, that same this that did look all right, when we get into it, it's not so nice. Whatever God will tell you to leave alone, leave it alone. He knows what he's saying. He knows what he's doing. And the plans that he has for us are good. We need to get our house in order. Get our life in order. Put away some of the things that we have. All this social media, every minute we're on it, saying this, saying that, commenting this, saying that. And when we have bigger and better things to think about. Sometimes God wants a conversation with us. He can't have a conversation because we're so busy and preoccupied with fake book and all those things. I'm not saying that you don't have ministries on there, you know, that, that you can go on to. But those people just come on to say the word and then off. There's a young lady on there that comes on and she just come on and give a word. And then as soon as she finish she off, but the word that she give, you can testify to say that is a word from God. We need to fix up our life and know what we're doing and know that we are here for a purpose and here for a reason and walk in the purpose and the destiny that God has for us. We are God's children. We don't belong to ourselves. We are not we are not our own because the things that we go through, if we were alone without God, we couldn't manage. I speaking personally for myself, some of the valleys that I go through, and it's not nobody put me through. Well, you have some valleys that people can put you through because you're connected with them. But there's some valleys that I go, go through 
because of my own mistake, because of my own choices, because of my own decisions. And, and my father has been with me through all of them. And he never once said to me, say, where you do this for? Why did you do that? He never said it. All he just tried to do is encourage me that I can dust off and learn from it and start all over again. God is a good God. God is a faithful God. And that's why when everybody going to be writing rubbish and calling him, uh, talking about him, I have, to, I have to answer back. I have to answer back. In the end, from I gave the, this young lady, this person, my testimony about God's goodness, and uh, she might have re reply because she vex. She's vexed with God. Oh, can you vex with God? I heard a pastor say, oh, can you vex with God? When it's God, you're going to need to defend you against the enemy. You can't vex with God. Or can you vex with your only helper? That means that you're defeated because there's who can help you. The, all the devil do is to get you in more trouble. It's God is our defender. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you and we thank you. We thank you for your keeping care. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for all you do. We ask you to be with us. We ask you to give us wisdom to know that we don't have to pile up, pile up all these riches because you, you said that you provide all our needs and you want to, to always be having a conversation with us. Father God, I pray for that young lady that you forgive her for all the things that she said and I pray that you help her whatever hole she fell in that she's feeling the way she feels. So, Father God, as we come to you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, let us put aside the things that you have, have told us to put aside. Let us come out of the seasons that you told us to come out of instead of staying in and doing things that you don't want us to do. Continue to watch over us. Continue to guide us. Continue to protect us. Protect our families. Protect our purpose. Protect our destinies. Protect our life. Protect our marriages. Protect our relationships. Father God, those who are looking for relationships, Father God, let them meet upon the right people that they can live a good life. Those who are in marriages, let them appreciate each other and know how blessed it is to have a companion that you can go to bed with at night and wake up in the morning and know that you have someone to bear your burdens along with you. Take nothing for granted because there's some women out there that are looking for companions and you have one. There's men out there that are looking for companions and you have one. Be grateful for what God has given you and do abuse it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Good night everybody. Jesus loves you and so do I. <laughs>